Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I'm Yoru. I hope you are having a wonderful week so far. In Japan, summer has come. Do you like summer? I know people you know, tend to like summer, but I don't. <laughs> I'm not fond of summer at all. Summer in Japan is fatal, literally. It's scorching and humid, and sometimes I have trouble breathing under the sun. It's too hot, too hot. I said summer in Japan is fatal because many people actually die every summer due to heat stroke. I never go out in summer without a parasol, but many people walk under the sun without a parasol. Some people might even now believe that bringing a parasol is not something men do because it's what women tend to do. I mean, people mistakenly believe men are supposed not to use a parasol even on sweltering days. This is a stupid stereotype. It's not wrong or strange for men to bring a parasol with them when they go out, is it? It would be ridiculous to be taken to the hospital for heat stroke because of such a stereotype, right? Be careful, everybody. Summer is fatal. People are killed by summer. So stay hydrated and turn on the air conditioner if necessary. But if you live outside Japan, it might not be the case that people should be careful in summer, right? In some countries, the temperature stays almost constant. Throughout the year. In others, it is winter, not summer, that is a fatal season. Which kind of brings me to today's topic. As I said in a previous episode, I've been taking online English lessons recently. I learn English from people from different countries, such as the Philippines, Afghanistan, Nigeria, and so on and so forth. Most of the time, I enjoy talking with people from various backgrounds, but sometimes I get shocked to learn things I didn't know. The hardships of people all over the world. For example, I talked with Filipino teachers and learned that young people are suffering from the obligation to support their parents after they get a job. Of course, it is excellent and laudable to support one's parents if possible, but they suffer because they must do so. They have to send the money they earn to their parents, and if they fail to do that, they get despised, and sometimes they are got out of the picture. So they must keep sending money to their parents with little money left for them to spend for themselves. On top of that, in the Philippines, it is not unusual to give birth to children at a young age. For example, one of my teachers from the Philippines said she had given birth to a child when she was 19 years old. She was a college student at that time, so she had to study, raise her child, and work to earn money at the same time. That's Quite unbelievable, to be honest. I'd never be able to do that, but believe it or not, she said she had managed to deal with them, deal with all of them. She graduated from college and her child is now six years old and healthy. 
and I asked her if she was happy. Now that her child is less dependent and she doesn't have to study anymore, guess what she said? She said she was not satisfied with her life. Yes, she earns money without worrying too much about her child anymore, as you know, her child is now six years old. But now that she has graduated from college, she has to support her parents. She said that when she was a child, she always wanted to be a grown up, an adult. She dreamed of earning money for herself and buying whatever she wanted. But now, She is 26 years old. She graduated from college. She earns money, but she is not allowed to spend her money for herself. Being an adult is not easy, she said, and I was at a loss for worse then. I also took a class with a teacher from Turkey. He was so friendly, kind, and passionate. He was a good teacher. However, when I told him, That I was studying philosophy at a graduate school, he was jealous of me. I asked why, and he said, I quit studying at university. I was a university student a few years ago, but I had to leave because I didn't have money. I still don't have money. I cannot afford to go to university. Again, I was shocked. Of course, I knew many people in the world can't go to university even if they want to. But I had never talked with such a person, even online. I felt blue as he told me about his situation. But yeah, he was smiling. I thought he was such a strong person. If I were in his position, I couldn't smile at all. But he was smiling at me. Which made me feel all the more guilty. I thought I didn't deserve what I had, what I have. Another day, my teacher was from Nigeria. She was cheerful and charming. The topic in the class was change. She chose it for me. She asked me what changes I had recently experienced. I don't remember what I said, but I do remember her. Answer. She said she had just got divorced. The next question was this If you could change anything in your life, what would it be and why? I said, honestly, I didn't want to change anything, even if I could, because I was quite gratified with my life. Guess what her answer was like? She said, I wish I, wish I hadn't been born in Africa. I wish I had been born in Europe or America or whatever outside Africa. Again, I was hurt, mentally injured. According to her, her country is not safe because young people tend to commit crimes. An idle mind is a devil's workshop, she said. Many young people can't afford to go to school, so they have nothing to do. She said everyone in her country dreams of leaving the country in childhood. But in reality, it is almost impossible because it costs money to leave the country and it is formidable to earn enough money to have savings in her country. 
With these encounters with people from all over the world, I have come to think about what I need to do with my life. Until recently, I wanted to continue to research philosophy. That was what I wanted to do in my life. But through those English lessons, I have come to realize that I might as well earn as much money as possible to donate to those in need as pursue philosophy. I can afford to buy food, sleep under the roof, and take English lessons online while my teachers are poor, impoverished in some way. But that doesn't mean that I am more talented or hardworking than my teachers, right? I am just lucky. So now I think I am responsible for doing what I can for those in need. Of course, philosophy is what I like to do, and I am lucky enough to be able to continue studying it without working to earn money now. I am currently paid for my research, but I'm not rich at all. At least I am not rich enough to help many people. And doing philosophy is far from lucrative. So, what should I do? Should I work for a company and earn more money to donate to those in need, even though it is not in the least what I like to do? Or should I continue doing research and donate what money I earn, even though the amount of money I can donate would be far smaller than the first option? If I choose to continue doing research, am I selfish? Do you think I am selfish? Should I be altruistic by abandoning the opportunity to pursue what I enjoy doing? I don't know. I don't know. What, what do you think about this problem? Suppose you. Suppose that you can make more people happier if you choose to let go of the opportunity to pursue your dream career. What would you do? Would you live for yourself or for the sake of others? I would appreciate it if you let me know your take on the problem. That's all for today. Thank you for listening, as always. I'll talk to you soon. Love you. A special thank you from the heart.